chatting, talking about all the things. It's about to get messy. Get, 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 get messy. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Get Messy podcast. I'm Liv Doomer, and I'm here with my co-host. Max Landon. What's going on, everyone? Hi. So, okay, so today's episode we are doing um, through Zoom. So if it sounds a little funky or looks a little funky, um, we have a ton of snow here in Maryland. We were actually just talking about it. We are potting through a blizzard right now for you guys. Yeah, I don't know. Is it supposed to snow again? Do you know? I don't think so, but I think the Southeast like got really bad winter storms and like that's why we're kind of getting it up here because I talked to someone else who lives in Maryland, but she's farther north and she said that she didn't get any. None? No. Oh, that's so weird. Yeah. Yeah, because we definitely, I mean, I definitely have like four or five inches and I know you said you have like six, so. Yeah, it's a lot. It was crazy. I was not expecting it. It was like 60 degrees yesterday. Uh, literally I thought it like I know everyone was talking about snow and I thought it was just gonna like snow and then melt but then it was sticking and I was like oh <laughs> I didn't say ghosty to an appointment this morning and like I was like going through the snow I looked crazy but yeah so we have all types of fun stuff we're gonna talk about today we just a little preview we're gonna have our bitch sesh first and then we're gonna Ooh. talk some housewives um and I'm finally up to date on Salt Lake City so today's episode is really just gonna be a housewives episode yeah, we're mostly going to be covering Housewives. Um, we'll, we'll talk about some uh, announcements kind of later on in the episode. But, um, but for me personally, one of the ways I really got into listening to podcasts and actually got into reality TV was actually through a reality TV podcast where they talked a lot about, um, about different shows that I didn't even watch. Um, and then I started watching them. I got super into them um so yeah that was kind of like one of my first introductions to reality tv and then we wanted to do like a little bit of a a reading corner Liv are you reading anything good right now oh yes you did say that um yes yes. little well this is a little like a segue or sneak peek or preview or whatever have you because I am reading Devil's Knot by Mara Leverett I keep wanting to switch to the LMM, but no, it's Mara Leverett. She's amazing. So it's basically the true crime book about West Memphis three. So a um, little preview, we are going to be doing a true crime episode. It's an additional episode. I think we're going to start monthly right now, kind of see what you guys think or what you enjoy. Um, but yeah, so I'm reading that. It's a really good book. If you guys are interested in true crime or are interested in the West Memphis three case, I definitely, definitely recommend it. How about yeah, you? It's a really interesting case. Um, <clears throat> Well, I've been reading a Housewives book. Um, and then <laughs> oh, you got I, your book? <laughs> I, I actually got two books, um, two Housewives books. <laughs> yeah. One of them I'm almost finished with. And it's more of like a kind of like behind the scenes, like how the cake gets made sort of thing. So it talks a lot about like production and like how all of that stuff works. And then I just finished reading the autobiography of Gucci Mane, which is actually really, really good. I 1010 would recommend to a friend. Um, He's one of my favorite rappers, but um, the book was super interesting. I honestly don't know much about him, like at all. He's wild. He um he like killed a guy. Oh. Um, he uh, he's done like a bunch of crazy stuff. I'm sure. Um, but he seems to be like kind of um doing well now. Yeah, off the drugs and you know. Where's he from? He's from um. Well, I think he's originally, actually, I believe he was born in, um, I want to say Tennessee or something like that, but he spent most of his life growing up in Atlanta. 
That's pretty cool. Indicator. Yeah. Yeah. So should we have our bitch sesh? Because I'm ready. Yeah, let's you start it off because you seem like you've got some stuff to chat about. Oh, I most definitely do. Um, mine is gonna be like people talking to me when I look like I clearly don't want to be talked to. Like, okay, prime example. I have an example because like I always have to take Ghost out like in the middle of the night, like at two or three, because he's a puppy, can't go the whole night. Anyway, I look crazy when I go out in the middle of the night. Okay, I got my hair up in a bun, no makeup on, my glasses are even like wonky because I'm half asleep. And I'm like in the elevator and someone starts trying to chat it up with me. And I'm like, no, I don't want to talk right now. It's three in the morning. I don't even know where I am, what time it is. I don't know. I was just over it. Was it a guy or a girl? A guy. And he was like trying to come on to me. I'm like, of all times in life is not right now. Not, not, not right now. Yeah. Cause first he asked me for directions and I was like, yeah, I really don't know. Like, I don't know. I, even though I've been here for like a year, I really don't know the area well. And then he hops on the elevator and starts like, cause he, I was going up the elevator and he like, had gotten off the elevator and I like run into the elevator to like go upstairs because I'm over it and he hops back on the elevator and then we're trapped and I'm like like I literally would said it I was like it's too late for this (laughs) like (laughs) it's too late for this I'm sorry yeah I was like I was like I'm sorry like it is too late in the evening for this I gotta go back to bed (laughs) I wonder what he was doing up so late Uh, being weird who why are you trying to pick people up on the elevators while they're taking their dog out I don't know he hates it so terrifying. <laughs> I mean, what's yours? <laughs> Since I clearly had to let mine out. Um. Uh, well, I, I can't remember if we mentioned it in, offline or if we mentioned it in the episode, but um, people buying lottery tickets at gas stations when I'm just trying to like get in and get out. Oh, it yeah. also happens at bars. <laughs> She's up still here mad too, about it a lot. I'm yeah. still, I'm always mad about it. I'm never not going to be mad about I'm it. I'm pretty um, sure that was yours. The the was that last? No, wait. I, why did I, like I don't think we did, we did it last week. We I, I think we talked about it, but I don't think we talked about it on the pod. Oh, okay, okay. Maybe that's what it was. I was like, we definitely talked about this. Okay, yeah. She's still mad. Yeah, it's extremely frustrating. And it happens, like, up here. It happens in Virginia a lot, too, where I'm from originally. But it does tend to happen in more areas I don't expect in Maryland. Like, like um... And maybe, like, I just didn't realize this was a thing everywhere, but, like, they have, like, Kino up here at bars, which is some yeah. type of lottery game you can play. So it's, like, even when I'm waiting to get a fucking drink, like, these people are playing lottery. I'm just, like, go waste your money somewhere else. Like, we're not even that far from the casinos. Just go up there. Like, what are you doing? It always takes them so fucking long. I just hate it. Yeah, I don't bother with lotteries. I don't try my luck. I tried my luck one time. There was, like, a huge lottery, and I bought a lottery ticket, and that was about it. Same. I think I've probably maybe bought two lottery tickets in my life. Yeah, it's only maybe. like whenever it's like a huge one that I'm like, maybe, maybe I'll have the golden ticket, but like I never do. And I feel like it's smarter to get it when it's like after a huge one, when it's like a small one, because then no one else is buying the tickets. But I mean, I don't know. I yeah. I can't relate. <laughs> you won't be up in that um, in the lottery tickets. Yeah, no. That that was one thing from last week. Um, this week, uh, getting sick. I've got, I've got a bitch about that a little bit just because yeah. like, it is such an inconvenient time to get sick. It totally ruined my new year's. Like, I know you I literally plans. sat in on people new year's. Were, yeah. People were supposed to come over. I had someone coming up from Richmond and then I got sick. We found out that my boyfriend's dad had been exposed to COVID who we'd been hanging out with all weekend. I wasn't feeling well. So I immediately was just like, okay, well, I definitely have COVID, but there's no test to buy anywhere. And it's January. So people are getting sick now anyways. Finally got a test, didn't have it, but that was after New Year's. So 
don't get sick right now if you can y'all yeah I mean the good thing is I feel like no one had a like a crazy new year's because when I tell you like I, I literally had like four sets of plans and they all fell through because of covid because like I remember before I was supposed to go to Naples, I was supposed to go to DC well like the girls out right. in DC they were they literally are sick they don't know if they have covid or not and then you weren't sure so I knew you were staying in and then the girl in my apartment building she was like oh well, you should just come out with us like we're going out in Virginia so like that's close by anyway and then all of her friends got covid so literally there were no plans to be had no, but you still had a good time with fam, right? Yes. Just hung out with That's my good. niece and nephew and, you know, did some redneck shit and let off some fireworks and did some sparklers and, <laughs> you know. Love it. Yeah. They were setting off so many fireworks, um, like, right on, right off the street the other night. People were doing, like, burnouts and stuff like that. Fireworks were going off. I don't, I don't know what was going on. <laughs> Ghost surprisingly wasn't scared of them. I thought he would be um no he was running towards them I was like okay see one of the most like traumatizing thing that's ever happened to me happened when I first got Ollie and he was still very small um probably a little bit smaller well maybe like the same size as Ghost is now maybe a little bit smaller but around that same um and yeah because I got him in February he was 11 (laughs) he hears us talking about it hi hi buddy um but no, so it was the 3rd of July. And at the time I was living with these two girls in a pretty nice house in Richmond yeah. um, that we were all renting out. And we had a backyard, so it was kind of ideal. And we're all outside having some drinks and our next door neighbors start setting off fireworks. And the yard itself was very closed in. Like it, there weren't, you know, anywhere to really get out. Yeah. But it freaked my little dog out so hard that he somehow found a way to like slide himself through like the little gate. I, I don't know how it happened. Oh my god! All of a sudden I like look over, I see Ollie's leaving. I just, I'm like, <gasps> Oh shit, my dog. So I just drop Bolted? everything, yeah. including my phone and go bolting after him. I have no phone, no anything. And I'm like running down the street and this motherfucker is going fast. And so oh no. I guess my roommates had gotten the car and they were going to try to come like do laps and come pick me up. But um, some random guy in a Jeep um, pulls up to me and he's like, is that your little black dog that was running around that, down there? And I was like, yes. And he's like, hop in, we'll go get him. And I was like, okay. So oh, I hop in the stranger's car. Well, yeah, but I hop in his oh. car and then I realize I don't have my phone. Yeah. I don't know this person. Oh, no. It didn't look sketchy, but they, it was still kind of, it was late at night. Oh no. It was dark out. You were trying to get abducted. And he, he drives me down by the river where he says he saw my dog. Okay. <laughs> Luckily, he ended up dropping me back off at my house. It was fine. And then as soon as I got home, I got a call from someone saying that they had my dog. He was in a whole different zip code. Don't know how he made it there. I mean, at but, least he was yeah. okay. That's the good thing. Yeah. He was fine, but uh, I don't play with fireworks anymore. I thought he was gonna freak the fuck out but um he was fine but uh, he's just over here freaking the fuck out because he's not getting attention he's so needy <laughs> this is the most needy dog ever I told you I think he's mad because I I told him he couldn't go in the snow right now yeah poor guy he's going out it's a hard life so um do you have anything else you want to talk about before we get into the meat and potatoes no I'm ready I'm excited because okay, I'm up to Me date too. finally so um, we're going to talk a little bit about um, season two, episodes 10 and 11 of The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. Um, these are 
currently season two is still filming so they're not the most up-to-date episodes but I thought they were especially iconic so if we we're gonna dive in this would be a good place to do it um I thought that at kind of the top of the episode we could just kind of give you guys a list of the different housewives names and we'll go through their little uh what do you call it their little uh tagline taglines and we're going to rate those and yeah. um, see if we can come to a consensus about it yeah, okay um so first off we have jen shaw who we're going to be talking about a lot this episode but who is not in it a whole lot jen shaw. Um, hers is jen shaw the only thing i'm guilty of is being shaw amazing dumb i hate it i don't know i don't like the salt yeah. lake city girls taglines i think because jersey does it so good like i don't know i i wasn't a fan okay but yeah no she amazing yeah so she amazing what three out of ten yeah I mean, not terrible, but not like it's it's not giving what it needs to give. And so Jen Shaw is married to a um, a professional, uh, I think, college football uh, coach. Yes. Uh, she all the girls in Salt Lake City are really, really into like designer everything like like designer in that like the everything they wear has the designer's name on it. Very big. So it's like not all cute, but. I've kind of noticed that yeah I feel like um, am I gonna catch flack for this I feel like they dress very tacky on this season I think some of them do and some of them don't but the ones that dress tacky dress really tacky yes um but yeah Jen Shaw is kind of like a rager like she even season one she was always like getting really angry at people no one everyone kind of tiptoes around her (laughs) then we have Whitney Rose yes in a land of beauties and beasts there's only one wild rose Again, (laughs) hers from the first season was good because I think from the first season it was like uh, something about like I might be a rose but I can take a prick or like I don't know it was something like about being a rose. I thought that was more clever than whatever this other one is. Yeah I think she's alluding to her she rebranded her business name to Wild Rose so I think she just like wanted to get that in the tagline. Hmm. And she has a big rose tattoo. Winnie Rose is cute. Um, She's kind of annoying sometimes. I actually really disliked her until these episodes. And I found myself liking her a lot more. Uh, She's married to a wealthy guy who's a lot older than her. Yeah, but they seem like they actually really like each other. Wait, you think they're creepy? Yeah, the way they talk about sex creeps me out. I don't Mm, like it. They do, but like, I feel like she actually does like his company. Like, it's not like it's just a transaction. I think that they definitely do love each other. I think they're like just two weirdos that found each other. Yes, I agree. Um, then we have Lisa Barlow, the queen of Sundance, who says, you don't have to like me. I love myself enough for the both of us. Nah, I, that's giving like five out of 10, I guess. I don't know. It's like- Five out of 10, it's best so just, far. It's still just not giving what, I need like, I like the ones that are like clever, you know? Is that how you are? You like the ones that are clever? I like the ones that are clever or we're, we're going to get to one that I really, really like okay, um, okay. the last one. Um, and yeah, Lisa Barlow, is, she's a practicing Mormon. Um, she's a new Mormon. Um, Whitney has left the church. Oh, I didn't even put Heather's one down here. There's someone named Heather. I can also look pretty what hers is while you're yeah, look, going to okay. So yeah, um, so Lisa is the queen of Sundance, the film festival. Um, she has her own line called Vita Tequila um, that she talks about a lot. She can be kind of annoying, but she's kind of hilarious and kind of iconic. Pretty much everyone seems to vibe with her pretty well. Um, mm, I have it. Okay. <laughs> Heather. Heather. Yeah, what is it? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So Heather is, is 
I was raised a Mormon, but now I'm raising a glass of champagne. I kind of like that. I do, but I'm also just kind of like, why are these just not, they're just not giving. Do you, do you feel like that or no? I, yeah. The, the Cause like, hang on, what's an example aren't... of Jersey? Like, I feel like the Jersey ones are good. I'm going to look one up. Um, um, but you can give, do you know a little bit about Heather, like her background? Yeah. So Heather's actually one of the more interesting ones, Heather Gay. She's, um, cousins with Whitney, uh, although they live in Salt Lake City. So like all of them are cousins pretty much. She was married to Mormon royalty. Um, some guy that was like way high up in the Mormon church. She was a, a super devout member for her entire life until she left the Mormon church. Um, she seems to be a fan favorite. Rihanna follows her, which is kind of cool. Um, I feel like she's the one that kind of is like sort of the voice of reason or acts as sort of like the window to the audience a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's, she's fine. Um, she's, she's a good one. She's not always like great for, you know, causing the drama, but she's just like, she's a good filler. I like her. I don't yeah. have anything bad to say about her. I like Heather. Then we have, Wait, okay, so wait a minute. I was just gonna say, so, okay, my example of like a quick good tagline, like I literally just looked up the Jersey taglines for season 11, but like, okay, so like Jennifer or Jen from Jersey, hers was like, yeah, yeah, she was like, whoever says money can't buy happiness clearly doesn't have my credit limit. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) see, like I like those where it's kind of shady. So we have, um, then we have Jenny Nguyen, Mm -hmm. um, whose um, tagline is, I have plenty of everything, including opinions, which isn't great, but it is her first season. So we'll it give is. her a little bit of a pass. Um, I like her so far this season. I was going to say, She's I really like feisty. her. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm into Jenny um, and she definitely like, I feel like there's a trend to kind of not go against Mary, Lisa, or um, Jen. And Jenny doesn't really care about that. She'll, you know, talk shit to whoever she wants to. Um, then we have my personal favorite, Mer- or not my personal favorite saying, but my personal favorite housewife of the franchise, Meredith Marks. Okay. I may be known for my ice, but I always bring the heat. That's a good one. Again. I'm not mad okay. at it. That's good. I'm going to give that an eight out of 10. An eight out of 10? Eight okay. out of 10. It's, it's the good. It's in the good range. Meredith is my favorite. I feel like she has the best taste in style. I mm. feel like her confessional looks are always really good. Um, her like she's known for disengaging or like not really like dealing with it when people get too wild um and yeah I think she's fucking hilarious I have a feeling she's definitely on Xanax or some type of sedative most of the time I kind of get that vibe Um, yeah but um but she's great and then we have one of our more um polarizing characters like Jen Shaw uh, with my favorite favorite uh line for this season and that is miss mary cosby and it's if you if you send for me i will send god after you oh i did hear that this morning when i was gonna i was like i was like you know the christmas like stuff and like i heard that and i was like i was like okay <laughs> so yeah. mary is a church there. leader or cult leader depending on who you listen to yeah. um We'll get into that a little bit more as we kind of talk about the episodes a little bit, but she's by far the strangest, I would say. Last season, she pretty much spent the entire season in her closet, and she's married to her step-grandfather. Yeah, she gives me, like, kooky vibes. Like, she's just kooky. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's kooky and kind of of a bully, but um, she's, I don't know, kind of weird, out of touch. 
I don't really know, but she's, she makes her great TV. Yeah. So, um, starting off, we have um, episode 10 titled The Highway to Vail. And it starts off with a beautiful glimpse of the crispy Salt Lake City background um, with some uh, sort of ominous music playing. And it starts with um, the headline 933 AM. And whenever they do that in Housewives, you know some shit is about to go down when they put the times on it. Yeah. So um, starts off 933 AM. They're in the Beauty Lab parking lot, which is a Heather Gaze, um, her like little like med spa slash like they do like Botox and injections. I really want to go there someday. We should totally hit up Beauty Lab and get a. We should go on a trip. I'm down. We should. I've I've actually heard really good things about Salt Lake City before the show came out. All I knew about it was Mormons, but seems to be some stuff to do there. It looks fun. So it starts off, and all of the castmates, with the exception of Mary and Meredith, are in a van, and they are going to Vail, Colorado, from Salt Lake City, um, to go on a trip. And Meredith is renting out a chalet there for them to all stay and ski and have a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it starts off when you hear Jen Sean, she says, I need to go. Um, and she gets Whitney to unplug her mic. She's on the phone. She basically tells the castmates that her husband, Sharif, has, um, I think, internal bleeding. Yeah. Um, and needs to go and leaves right then and there. Then shortly after, a group of NYPD, Homeland Security, and a SWAT team show up in the beauty lab um, parking lot asking where Jen Shaw is. All the girls seem really confused. They don't really know what's going on. Um, They say that she had just been there and she just left. Um, So there's all this confusion as to why there's all of these police officers and Homeland Security people there. Um, she just basically said that I need to go, leaves before they show up. There's rumors that there's a little bit of a tip off. Do you have anything to add for this, for this little part? I was just going to say, I feel like the girls definitely knew something was up. I mean, I know they were all sitting around acting shocked and confused, but like, hmm. I think, I don't think, um, Heather knew and I don't think Whitney knew, but I think she was super happy about it. Um, yeah, she was literally smiling. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think you have she that was like, oh my god, she just got arrested. For <laughs> pride and money laundering. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so they, they talk about how it might be a tip-off. Um, then Lisa Barlow, uh, fake cries to her husband. Um, yeah, that was weird. She does a really bad fake cry. Like, I just, I, maybe that's her real cry, but I just don't believe it. And then we don't see this right at the beginning, but they do a flashback later, proceeds to call six attorneys. Uh, yeah, that was also weird. Who has six attorneys on, um, what do you call it, on retainer? That's got to uh, be so expensive. Well, and someone who's up to some sketchy shit. Right? I'm like, Lisa must be doing something. Why does well, she need she, that many attorneys? She was probably crying because she thinks something's going to come back to her. Well, I love how she like had a different personality for each of the attorneys. She would be like freaking out to one and then talking to another and be like, hey, so like, are we good? I know she's like, acting like so crazy. She reminded me of like someone who gets like a little bit of hot gossip and just wants to tell all of her friends about it, but she's actually telling all of her attorneys about it. I was kind of getting that vibe. Jenny just starts eating gin snacks. I love Jenny because like the I whole time too. while the girls are all sitting around like crying, Jenny was like, "Uh, we don't really know what's happening, and like I don't know why you guys are crying." 
<laughs> and also she, since she's like newer I don't think she really cares as much I don't think she had I, I believe and don't quote me on this but I think they brought her her on as a friend of Lisa's maybe but I don't think she really knew Jen that well so she's just unbothered in eating her snacks yeah there was a part that I literally bust out laughing it was like when they're all sitting around crying at the article like when they found out uh I don't know how deep that you're gonna go into what it's all about but like they found out what it's about and Jen's like or Jenny's like yeah, I don't have the article, so I don't know what you guys are crying about. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'll forward it to you. <laughs> so yeah, Jenny's iconic, and she eats her snacks. Um, and then it shoots to 10-12, um, and we get a shot of Meredith as she's checking into a gorgeous home in Vail. Um, yeah, we need to rent that one she, out. That's cute. Yeah, and she does a little toast to um, having a great time in Vail. And mind you, this is happening at 10-12. All of the other stuff is happening at 9.33. So she's just chilling. Living life. Completely yeah. not shook. Um, then at it scrolls back to 10.57 and we're back in the um, back in the van. They all start asking questions and kind of talking amongst themselves, seeing like, you know, who knows what. Um, Whitney declares that someone they know must have turned her in because there are only so many people that knew about where they were going to be at that time. Um Lisa does not buy any of the story that Jen's husband had any internal bleeding. And she makes a good point because she says like, Jen said, oh, I think Sharif might have internal bleeding. And then she said, I might be coming back. But if your significant other has internal bleeding, then it's, you're probably just going to cancel the trip, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, that was weird. All of it was weird. But also, I don't think, I I, I forget who said it, but it's not that far-fetched. I think that Lisa tipped him off or like that Lisa was somehow knew about all this stuff yeah I could see it being Lisa I think Meredith is the one who gets kind of blamed for it by by Jen in later episodes but I haven't even those aren't even out yet I don't think like Whitney or Heather would have done it I think I wouldn't put it past Mary yeah she's kooky she's a kooky one well and like it's kind of the best thing to happen because like all these people since the first season have been you know having questions about her and her you know alleged cult and then this other cast member gets arrested. Right. I put that Lisa is acting a little bit too calm. There's a very conveniently placed Vita tequila bottle that I think gets more time than any of the actual housewives do. I didn't They're even notice it. Wait, where it. was it? It says it was right next to her originally, but they keep like moving back and forth <gasps> and it keeps on zooming in on Vita. They want like, to make she sure she really it's wanted seen. that brand representation. Yeah. Um, Cause Bravo profits off of any of the business ventures that the women go into. Oh, really? I bet they take like a certain amount of it. Well, there was, this is not to get off on a tangent, but there's something called the Bethany Clause. So, yeah. you know, Bethany Frankel from New York. Yes. When she came on as a early housewife, yeah. she um, she just wouldn't sign the part that gave Bravo access to any of her, uh, any anything that became successful due to basically visibility from the show. So she's the, she made the most money off of selling Skinny Girl, um, margarita or whatever to yeah. people because bravo didn't pocket any of that and then after she did that then bravo put in a clause so a lot of housewives come on thinking they're going to be like bethany but really bravo takes a big chunk of that money but it's still free promotion so it's, it's you know yeah not bad so yeah lisa is just um cradling her vita tequila bottles um she calls lawyers tony k and ryan i don't know who they are she just mentioned their names she says, I'm shaking. I'm physically shaking. <laughs> um, and then Miss Whitney Rose starts grilling Lisa. And then this is where I really kind of was like, 
okay, Whitney, you're not as dumb as I thought. Cause she starts like explaining how Jen makes her money, which has always been a big question. It was asked on the season one reunion. And I feel like she gets around it by just being like, oh, blah, 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 blah. Like internet leads, blah, 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 blah. And people are just like, okay, cool. Sounds legit. So essentially Whitney starts asking Lisa more questions because Lisa seems like she knows more than she's letting on. And then Whitney starts explaining that, you know, Jen makes a lot of her money um, buying and selling information. Um, So this is a form of lead generation. Whitney notes that she knows a lot of people that market this type of way where you're basically buying and selling leads. Um, And she makes a comment that she's always been kind of curious about Jen's, um, Jen's lifestyle because she knows people in that industry and it doesn't really add up to as much money as she spends. Like she dropped $80,000 on a birthday party one episode. Uh, right. I mean, her husband works as a professional college football coach, but still I would think even with it, like that's a good job, but I don't think you're making to the point where you can just yeah, shell out you'd have like a lavish a lifestyle. I think you'd be like, no, I mean, you'd, you'd be just be well, like well off. off. You'd, yeah. You'd be in a nice house, you know, all of that stuff, but you wouldn't be like, able to drop you know tens of thousands of dollars on bags and like spend the way she spends and then it cuts to do we have any do you have anything else you want to talk about in this little time frame before we cut to the next time frame uh I don't think so but then I did I I thought it was kind of weird that they were trying to like when someone was like how does Whitney know all of that it's like dude if you know like anything about money laundering or if you know like how that business works you could kind of surmise how Jen's going about it well and I think Whitney actually I feel like Whitney and her husband since this season, like I think more recently may have gotten in some type of type of legal trouble that has like, like some type of white collar legal thing, but I could be wrong about that. Yeah. Um, a lot I of the housewives know. do though. Well, I feel like they all uh, live outside of their means. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Cause like they don't, especially um, until you're like, there's some housewives who make a lot of money per episode and per season, but to get that money, you either have to be, you start off with a salary that at least a few years ago, it's like not a lot. It's like maybe like 7K or something like that for the year or not for the year, but for, you know, the episodes that you record, which is not a lot considering you're filming for probably tens of hours. Right. And you have to take so know, much time off episode. work. Like I couldn't imagine taking time off work for that. So you get, you know, that publicity. And then when you do the second season, you get, uh, you get like double that. And then the third season, that's when they start making like the bigger bucks. Like that's when you'll find housewives that are making a million dollars a season, stuff like that. Um, but typically you're not going to make a lot of money unless Real Housewives or Bravo is actually scouting you out. So like people like Denise Richards and Kathy Hilton probably make a lot more money than people who signed up for the show voluntarily yeah but that's neither here nor there um so fast forward to 1205 because we've got a lot of time stamps in here so you know shit's going down yes um and this is when the article comes out so whitney reads real housewife charged with marketing fraud um and every single person except for jenny freaks out on the bus (laughs) um i have lisa fake cries more She's a terrible actress. I think Heather's real crying. Whitney seems a little bit vindicated and maybe like she's smiling. Like when you're telling someone a story and you're trying really hard not to smile, but like, or laugh, but like you 
you've got a smile on your face. Yeah, that's kind of how she was. Yeah. And Jenny just keeps on just keeps on eating her chips. Oh, I love her best that. life. And then Whitney says, she says she didn't really know about um, how Jen was making her extra money. She knew that it wasn't just this, but she said, I just thought she had a sugar daddy. And then she was like, I had one. A relatable queen. I was going to say, I could see it. I mean, um, and I hope she doesn't take that the wrong way, but like, as if she's listening, but like, I hope that's not taken in the wrong way, but like, she's, I don't know. I just, I get like the, I don't like, know. I feel like she has a, she has a thing for older guys and she's that's what like, I mean like she's already dating like an older dumb, guy like, she's really she like pretty sort of, I don't think she's, she's dumb, younger she like she talks in that like baby voice kind of I feel like she knows how to finesse so like I totally get the sugar daddy vibe I think she's um she's smarter than um than she lets on yeah um and then um I did a little bit of googling outside of this just to kind of figure out exactly what Jin Shaw could be facing in terms of legal ramifications yeah so it's up to 30 years with an additional 20 years if convicted of money laundering um realistically it'll probably be five to ten um and she allegedly victimized um over 10 people over the age of 55 so essentially the way that she was frauding people allegedly is she was selling leads to target super vulnerable people so like older people people on disabilities and Whitney kind of breaks it down and tells us how she can make all this money by selling these fake subscriptions to people. And it charges all these old people, their credit cards right? on their credit cards and can like really bankroll someone. Um, so Whitney like breaks it down and I'm like, when did she become an investigative uh, accountant here for it though, or a forensic accountant? That's what they call them. Yeah. Um, they look like they all have some really good snacks. I wrote that down. Did they though? She brought um lifesavers. Just it would just seem like the whole bus was stocked with little like snacks, different like chips. I did see that over between like Whitney and um who was across from was that Lisa over there? Did Lisa switch sides at some point? Whitney Heather, yeah, at one point Lisa went yeah on the same side as Whitney, but her Vita still stayed there because I it still got here. But yeah, there was a bunch of like (laughs) there's a bunch of like movie candy, and I was like, oh, that does look like it looks like yummy um but no I was kind of thought it was funny like especially like well I guess I shouldn't say funny funny's not the right word but like when Whitney was totally not crying and then like other girls were like crying and she's just kind of sitting in the middle like like <laughs> just smiling <laughs> Heather says that she didn't know that she was that um that Jen was doing anything illegal that she was shocked about that but she did think that her business was maybe a little bit unsavory I just don't believe it okay like I don't believe that you're supposedly close with somebody and like you don't suspect or like don't know like I think Meredith is the realist like when she came on and they were like they told her about it and they expected her to be all shocked and she was like I'm not really surprised yeah I mean I think it's I can kind of see it both ways because like yeah if you're like hanging out with someone and like I'm sure you know outside of like filming you're getting like different tea from different people and stuff like that so like you have to know to a certain extent like that something weird might be going on yeah but also these are all women of privilege who most of which well I guess it's kind of more like half and half with this one but like most of which their their fam their husbands are the breadwinners so like I could see them being a little bit clueless like when someone starts talking about marketing leads and stuff like that like I mean my brain goes blank and I work in that type of industry you know so like like money like sometimes I mean like and I even see it like with my friends sometimes like I see people that like I know are living outside their means and I'm just like hmm 
like I don't like I would suspect it so I feel like they had to have suspected it like with her leave her like having those crazy extravagant parties and like her closet was like insane yeah that's true but it's also kind of almost like when someone starts talking about a job especially in finance it's like that what was that like TikTok or Vine or something about like if anyone asks what I am I'm an accountant or whatever because no one really asks you any questions you know what I'm talking about Iggy Azalea <laughs> no. did it I'm an old lady like, I don't an watch TikTok no, this was older. This was like Vine or Instagram. Anyways, there's this whole thing where it's like, if anyone asks you what you do and you say accountant, no one will ask you any questions after that. Oh, there you so go. It's kind of okay. like one of those things where it's like, if you don't already have that baseline of information, then the vocabulary she's using, if you weren't that concerned, I just feel like I'd be like, okay, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I can see it going either way. I'm skeptical. Um, and then we see uh, the raid happen in real life. Um, with the production going up to the SWAT team and the Homeland Security people being like, hey, what's going on? They're like, we've got a search warrant, search search warrant. Um, I really didn't love the fact that they like pulled out the kids. I saw that. That made me like uncomfortable. Like, because you could see they were totally like freaked out. Well, yeah. And it's like, if you have like kids, even teenagers, you know, anyone who's not an adult, like especially for a crime that's considered a white collar crime, like fraud or money laundering. Like, why are you putting guns on people who Well, that kind of makes me wonder younger. if, like, there was more to it. I mean, I don't know. I didn't research it, like, beyond what I saw in the episode. But, like, I wonder if they suspected her having, like, um, like, un- I don't know what the word is, like, unregistered firearm or something. Like, ha- her having firearm in her home. Maybe. I don't know. Um... I have a feeling, well, that could totally be bullshit, so never mind. I was going to say, I have a feeling it might be kind of hard to, or harder to get a gun in a state like Utah than it is other places because they're so religious, but maybe not. Well, I think you could just get it, like, on the black market because it would be unregistered. Right. So that happened. Didn't really love that. Um, And then Lisa finally calls Meredith. (laughs) And Meredith is just so unbothered in taking her, her bubble chalet. bath yep taking her bubble bath <laughs> i thought that like, was so oh, weird what? like when mary came in and she like she's just chilling in the bubble bath and mary was like okay <laughs> <laughs> it was a power move for sure um and i wanted i just i want a bu- bubble bath reality like that because i took a bubble bath like two nights ago it wasn't giving what great. it needed to give <laughs> No, it gave exactly what it needed to give, but I don't understand how people can, like, take bubble baths for, like, she had to have been in that bath for, like, two hours. What what makes you say that? I'll get to it, but, like, with the timing of everything, it just seems like she was in there for a really, really long time, and I feel like, and you see her refilling the bubbles and everything like that. For me, I I guess I just, like, make the water too hot or something. Yeah, I tap out at 30 minutes. That's, like, if, especially if I'm like reading a book, like I can read a book for a little bit and then I'm like, all right, I've had my time. Yeah. But anyway, she looks like she was having a great time. Um, one thing that I was kind of raised my eyebrows a bit was that, you know, Lisa was like, oh my God, like, have you seen the news? Have you been checking your phone? And Lisa acts like she doesn't, or Heather, sorry, Meredith acts like she doesn't know what she's talking about. But I'm like, you really haven't checked your because with the t- with the timestamps, the way it adds up is that would be like over two hours of you not checking your phone, and you know you have guests that are coming at some point, and I just don't see that being realistic 
Like in her defense, you- before I have people come over, I do run around like a crazy person trying to like clean or like get stuff together. And I feel like I literally, I just turn my phone on sound and like wait for it to ring. But she wasn't, she didn't have anything to get ready. It wasn't, they were renting a chalet. Like well, it wasn't, that's true. And she didn't really look like she was doing much cleaning in her. She didn't look dress. stressed to me. Yeah. <laughs> we have that video they had of her just hanging up like one piece of clothing. <laughs> so that, that gave me a little bit of pause, but I wrote down so unbothered and she's looking hot. And then at 3.16 p.m., uh, it zooms into Jen. <laughs> I put, she leaves the courthouse looking shamazing because she really does look good coming out of court. Honestly, truly, makeup on, like, it was snatched. No running tears. Waterproof everything. Yeah, nothing happening. She looked good. I bet that mugshot was gorgeous. Actually, do they, wait, is it available somewhere? It has to be. Let's find it. It has to be. I don't know if they... here then again there are a lot of other mug shots i've tried to find that i can't (laughs) then i'm gonna find my own to be honest no i don't see Um, it yeah she might not have gotten because sometimes they don't book you like that and like you don't get a a mug i don't know i would love to find it listeners if you have access to it please send just please send it to us i would love to um make it into a poster yeah and random but her braids looked really good whoever did her braids they did a really good job yeah, her braids looked good. Her makeup looked good. She came out the courthouse looking like she had no, no cares in the world. Fur jacket um, and all. They, yes. They love furs in Salt Lake City, and I love that about them. Um, so then we cut back to the bus, and Heather and Jenny are um, talking about ways to wash money because Heather's talking about Ozarks and what she's learned from that show. Jenny brings up nail salons, any cash business. And then Whitney comes in with a real fun fact. And again, I was just like, how do you fucking know this? But apparently if you dump a million dollars worth of cash into a startup, you can expense it on your taxes. So I know that if you do startups, like, and you put money into it, that, that you can, you can do like a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. So she was like, oh, it makes sense why she's always starting all of these business ventures because you can like start it and then, you know, claim it as an expense. And then it's like money moving around. The ladies from the bus um, to the chalet in, um, in Colorado and Meredith is still in the bathtub. So which is why I think it's been a long time since she's been in the bathtub. Um, yeah, her and, water should uh, be cold. Well, you saw, there was a scene of her putting more bubble bath and like you know, putting more hot water. So maybe she just has it down to a science. Some people she can might. bath like that. I always just do it with too hot water and then I'm like sweating, sweating. when I get out. And, and I'm then like, I, like my skincare won't stick <laughs> to my head. Like I'm just, it's terrible. I feel like I'm in the same boat. Like I try to do a mask while I'm in the bath and it's like sweating off my face. Yep. And yep. That not, was me the other night. It's not relaxing. Well, and I like, I like to like, I get impatient too. So I'll get in while the water's still filling up and it's like, it doesn't feel that hot when it's like filling up all around you. It's like that saying about cooking a frog or whatever, cooking a lobster. You know? <laughs> What's good? Okay, so it's some saying where it's like if you cook a frog and you put it in lukewarm water and you gradually adjust the temperature, by the time it realizes it's boiling, it'll be too exhausted to hop out of the thing. Whereas if you put a frog or a crab or whatever into boiling water, they'll try to obviously hop out immediately because they're they're such a temperature oh I didn't know that whereas if you're just sitting in it you don't really notice it getting that much hotter because you know yeah you're just yeah so that's what I always do um 
so the ladies arrive. Meredith's still in the bath. Heather starts um, making a like some like funny like kind of like uncomfortable like too soon joke that I would make if I was uncomfortable. She like walks in the house and she's like, "It's a fence." Shut up. I love her. <laughs> I do too. She's kind of great. And then it fast forwards to six eleven p.m. Everyone's on the phone with their husbands. There is an iconic charcuterie board. Did you see that charcuterie board? They had barracuda on it. Oh, yes, I did. I did see that. I was like, I wanted to be there. I like the melted cheese that I saw. Uh, Yep, I've got that in my notes, too. Oh. They've got some iconic. The girls know how to charcuterie. Yes, we need to find a melted cheese moment around here and go. Absolutely. I love fucking charcuterie everything. Um, So, um... Meredith breaks the ice and she's like, what does everybody think? Mary quotes the Bible. Um, she seems like she's having a pretty good day too. She does not seem too bothered about Miss Jen's uh, arrest. Uh, yet. She's having a good day up till then. And then um, Jen reveals that, or Jen, sorry, I keep on messing this up. Meredith reveals that Jen and her posse came into Meredith's, uh, sal- or not salon, um, clothing store. And allegedly stole a green snake clutch I, I wonder how much the clutch was I've got an answer for you so I looked up her website oh, okay it was somewhere between so I it there it wasn't that exact one wasn't on the website but her snake clutches aren't that expensive they go for about 600 um and her crocodile clutches go for closer to like 1200 so like not crazy expensive for a clutch but yeah, and for someone who's sitting around spending a ton of money that's why I kind of thought maybe like this was an accident, like the way they like showed the footage and the guy coming back and giving it back. Like, I don't. I could really see it as being to... an accident because she said she bought like hundreds of dollars worth of stuff. So like, what if she was thinking about it and then like it got lost in the mix, you know? Yeah, and that's why I like wanted to look it up because I was like, well, you know, some bags can be like ten thousand dollars, but if it's like not saying a thousand dollars isn't a lot to spend on a bag, but like. I mean, I feel like I could, I could spend see that on a bag confused. and like I'm not yeah. balling. You know? Yeah, I think a lot of people could. That's like, no, like that's like coach bags or like YSL or something like that. It's not anything yeah. crazy. Yeah. It's nice, but let's see here. Um, and then it's revealed that uh, I think Meredith said that um, Jen is red flagged at the Louis Vuitton store for paying in cash, which shocks Mary more than any of the other allegations do. I know. Her, her I jaw's up funny. on the floor. I did some research into that too. So um, Louis Vuitton does do uh, certain things that will, could be considered as like a red flag. So like they do things like um, you can't buy any more than three leather goods um, within like a week, I want to say. You can't conduct more than eight transactions. So while there's nothing on their website that says anything about paying for cash as being something that could get you red flag there, they do have certain exclusivity things that they do to, like, I don't know, I guess, prevent people. And one of the reasons why it could be bad is because um, when you pay in cash for really large, if when you pay really large amounts of cash for luxury items, like bags at Louis Vuitton and stuff like that, um, one way to clean your money is to buy that in cash and then return it. And then since you paid in cash, you'll get charged the same tender. So you get cash back. That's clean cash and not dirty. So it's a way to launder right. money too. Right. So that's neither here nor there, but I just did a little digging. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, I'd be shocked if it, well, unless she's making like really, really big purchases, which would be even more sketch if she stole that clutch. But like, I feel like she would have to be making huge purchases in cash for them to flag it. Cause I have a lot of friends who shop in cash. Yeah. I mean, some people just prefer it. It's easier. Um, especially like, I know a lot of people who like to do it for like bigger purchases too, like cars and exactly. you know, stuff like that. The darkest thing to me about when they're, they're all going around talking about Jen and different stories and they're sharing stories. The darkest story to me was the Heather story. Cause Heather discloses. Yeah. That she put, um, she put Jen in an Uber after they'd been hanging out the other night and um, she paid for the Uber and Jen got out at the Uber, out of the Uber around 1130 AM, like a block away from Heather's house. And it like saw that, like, you know, cause she could see that on her Uber receipts or whatever, cause right. Heather paid for it. And that's just weird to me. Like, why would you do that? I know. I guess I kind of don't get it. Like even if, cause I guess they were insinuating that she was meeting up with somebody like a guy or somebody but like why would she get out like a block away I don't know like Like, I I can't think of I would think like a normal person I feel like meeting up like let's say you are meeting up with somebody or you have somebody that you're talking to wouldn't she just like I don't know go home and then have somebody pick her up or have him pick I don't know go somewhere or take your own uber there if you're worried about there being like I don't it's just weird yeah it doesn't make sense to me it seems kind of sketch like do we think she's like I mean mm, we think she's on something she could be. I mean, she I acts mean, a little crazy. She does act rather unhinged. Um, yeah, but that part just really freaked me out because I was just thinking about like all the things you could, I don't know, just feel like there's a lot of things you could be doing hopping out of someone else's Uber at midnight and none of them are good. I mean, mine goes straight to like, like drugs because they said they, she hopped down like a corner, right? Like a street corner. Yeah, but, like, I don't know because, I mean, I really don't know. I don't know. I just don't really know why else you would hop out of the street on a street corner. I mean, unless you were having a really bad interaction with your Uber driver or something like that and wanted to, like, get your own, but, like. But also, I'm kind of annoyed with Heather. you would still tell your friend. Yeah, like, why did Heather see that and then she didn't call her? Yeah, that is weird. You would think she would reach out and be like, hey, are you you okay?" yeah. I mean, I, I guess you, I mean, for me, I don't really check my like emails from Uber until the next day. So maybe. Oh, true. Maybe she, she did that. realized it. And I don't know. Lisa is being extremely coyish. She definitely knows more than she's telling. She is so annoying. I wrote down that she triggers me in this moment. It's just a bad look. I hate people that start saying things like, oh, I've got a really good secret. And then they act like they can't tell you. Like, bitch, yeah. don't tell me in the first place then. Yeah. Cause I'm going to bother you about it. And I'm going to. Lisa gets on my nerves buttons. anyway. I honestly can't stand her. Yeah. I don't know. I, I usually feel like okay about her, but Whitney says we are in danger. Okay. <laughs> and I thought that was really dramatic. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Whitney. <laughs> and that we are in danger. That, that wraps up um, episode 10. So we get to episode 11 called old Testament's new revelations. Um, Lisa's still being very vague and annoying. Then they all start talking about mysterious text messages they've gotten from other people. Did you get uh, a chance to pause that and read it? Because I didn't get a chance to pause it. Okay. Look at you. You're on it. I knew it. So, (laughs) yeah. Um, Come with my receipts when it comes to the housewives. Yeah. So, um, 
essentially they just all started getting really inflammatory text messages from Jen from an unknown or from an unknown phone number and they were in the vernacular that Jen uses when she texts which I was kind of like well a lot of people text different ways but it all seems to be like text messages that like happen after someone pisses Jen off yeah and she'll just essentially allegedly like rage text them but like what does it say like what did that one say so the main thing that they say Lisa says the thing that stuck out to her the most was the way that because was spelled because in these text messages, because it's spelled like B-C-U-Z. Yeah. And I guess that's how Jen spells it in her text messages too. I'm sure a decent amount of people spell it that way, but. I don't know a lot of people who spell it like that. I will either say B-C or just write out because. Yeah, I just do B-C. Yeah. So kind of weird. And then Meredith reveals that she has hired a private investigator. I love that for her. I love that she's the only person that called calls Jen Shaw Jennifer Shaw. <laughs> Jennifer Shaw. Jen. And I've poor Heather. She's stressed out, and she says Jen is my best friend, and she's is my friend. She's clearly the most effective. Mary says, <laughs> "I've never seen potential. I've never seen anything good, and I'm going there." And then Whitney gets bullied into calling Jen by Mary. Mary's just like, "Well, call her then. Call her." And they do, and it gets sent straight to voicemail. And Whitney's like chugging rose right afterwards. <laughs> I put Meredith looks great in her confessional because I think she really did. Meredith has the best looks, I feel like, out of all of them. Yeah, I agree. I think she's the prettiest. I think Whitney's really pretty when she lets her hair grow longer. <laughs> yeah, I think Whitney's. I don't really think pretty the short too. hair is doing anything for her. I just feel like Meredith has like a vibe to her that I can like really get behind i don't know yeah random but uh, i was gonna say i feel like mary did something this season cosmetic wise i can't put my finger on what it is i don't know if she got her teeth fixed i don't know if she got fillers i don't know what she got but she looks a little bit better she's had all of her odor glands removed no but i feel like she it's had- been between season one and season two like i feel like she just looks oh. a little bit more hmm, i think they're matched. just showing her more in season two maybe that's what the it first is. season she was literally just in confessionals in her closet let's see um so they wake up the next morning, Mary makes Whitney uh, make her an egg. <laughs> and Whitney makes her an egg. And then Mar- Mary hates it and puts it in the <laughs> microwave because she's like, she didn't wash her hands. Too many germs. Mary gets so hateful. She really is. And then Meredith and Lisa go like perch to go talk about Mary a little bit. I wrote down, I want those blankets because they're like draped in like the most comfy little like furry looking blankets ever on a yeah they look very winter morning yeah it's sunny snowy all the good vibes lisa's still being annoyingly vague and meredith is getting really over it um and then heather whitney and jenny all go dog sledding while the others go shopping i feel like i would be in the group that goes shopping Um, I would honestly probably go dog sledding. I like doing like activities. But Heather exits the car with two white claws in hand. A relatable queen. Mood. (laughs) They all go dog sledding. Um, Whitney and the guide have a moment of like who's more ditzy. (laughs) Like a little like contest. Because Whitney's like, I love dogs, but I'm allergic to them. And I forgot to bring my Zyrtec. And the guide is like... (laughs) <laughs> it's like oh how old Zyrtec like acts like it was like the dog's name 
Oh my god! I actually thought about it. it. Kind of makes a cute dog name. I don't know, especially if you had one of those like um, hypoallergenic pups. I won't be naming my dog Zertek. Zuri. <laughs> Most certainly will not. Whatever. <laughs> um, so Lisa, Mary, and Meredith go shopping and ice skating. Um, Lisa's the only one who knows how to ice skate. Um, that's like god, me apparently- i i take people ice skating all the time and i used to be a figure skater so i always i'm like oh my god i don't know what i'm doing and then i like take them and i i know what the hell oh fuck is. you you're the worst type <laughs> of person yeah it's the funniest when i, I do i make like guys falling. i like make guys take me there on dates and i'm like oh my god we could be so cute like i don't know what i'm doing and then i get there and i'm like doing like twirls and stuff and they're like what <laughs> just a natural i guess yeah you know i don't know uh mary says that god told her to uh get off the ice oh oh no I not say the same in yeah. that situation then they're back in the car lisa again says i'm shaking i'm physically shaking see i can't stand her lisa i thought we were just talking shit about lisa i was i said i can't stand her oh i thought you said i stand her no i can't stand <laughs> can't stand I her i can't stand her either yeah she's just yeah. like so dramatic and like that voice she talks in kind of reminds me of like in Bridesmaids where she's like, you do? Like, I feel like that's how Lisa talks yeah. all the time. Oh. Yeah. And like, she's a new Mormon. So she's like, she looks down on like Heather and Whitney for like not being in the church anymore. But also I'm like, how Mormon can you be if you own a tequila company? Like, yeah, she kind of like doesn't follow any of the rules. I mean, I, mean I, don't know, I don't know any of the rules myself, but I'm just saying, I don't think she does. So Mormonism 101. You cannot drink coffee. You cannot drink alcohol. You can't smoke anything. You can't do anything that will also today. (laughs) You cannot do anything that will like um, that has any negative effect on your body or like stimulants and depressants. Yeah, anything like that. Any like psychoactives or anything. Um, So you can't do much. Um, They're very big about no sex before marriage. Um, If anyone's interested in learning more about Mormonism in a more like official way, I would highly recommend checking out this podcast called Last Podcast on the Left. They do a five part deep dive into Mormonism and talk about the um, kind of like the beginnings of it, um, the radicalized versions of it, what it looks like now, kind of the more toned down versions of it. And they do a really good job at really breaking everything down. So I would highly encourage someone to check out that if you are interested in learning more about them. Whitney makes, makes a poem about Lisa. Mm. Lisa Barlow, stop sitting in your sorrow, digging for your dirt, or digging for dirt in your Balenciaga shirt. <laughs> and then they get back home and they have another amazing fucking spread of charcuterie. Yeah, the girls just This is where the their... melted cheese came in. Yeah, yeah, they love their cheese boards. Heather talks a little bit about her estranged sister, who I think is in the next episode, who I guess left the church earlier, before she did. And she has a lot of, like, Mormon guilt about that because she cut her out of her life. And now that she's not a Mormon anymore, she wants to, you know, get get back with her. So yeah. they're planning on meeting. I'm not um, gonna lie, that's kind of a dick move, though. To kind of, like, yeah. disown your sister and, like, act like, I don't know, she's fucking up. But then as soon as you, like, have a revelation, you're like, oh, let's be cool. I don't know. If I was the sister, well, I mean, I'd like, be like, fuck you. I mean, I don't excuse it, but I also think it's different when you're, like, because, like, like, Mormonism, like, I'm not calling it a cult or anything like that. But, like, when you're, like, grow, when you grow up with these, like, ideals and it's literally, like, all you hear from everyone around you. Like, one of my friends... Um, used to be a Mormon and the way she explained it to me is like it's really hard to leave because when you leave it's not like 
Scientology or anything where like they try to threaten you or anything like that. It's kind of the opposite where like people make you lots of cakes and act like super concerned about you and just like really want you to like kind of go back to the church or whatever. So, I mean, I could see if like your parents are like that, your husband's like that, all of this, and then you have a family member who wants to do something else. It would almost kind of seem like your family members joining a cult or like doing something other than, but you're right. It is shitty. And then it flashes to, we see Jen Shaw and her lawyer meeting. She denies everything, but, but she isn't a very good liar. Um, and it gives her, a, it gives a flashback to when um, Whitney like took off her, uh, her mic and everything. Mm-hmm. And she gives this look to production where she like gives him just like this, like super like sharp cut, like with her eyes where I'm just like, she has to know. And then she explains that she got pulled over, didn't know what was going on, blah, blah, blah. All of that stuff. I don't really buy it. I think whoever called her probably told her to get. I think so too. And then we have back to Vale. Mary Cosby is talking to herself. She reveals that over COVID, that's all she's been doing. So now she talks to herself all the time and doesn't need to do it. Honestly, relatable. Same. Literally me. I'm like, she, I'm like half crazy all the time. I mean, yeah, I think COVID's kind of done that to all of us. Yeah. Um, and then... She goes downstairs um, and does not want to participate in any of the activities that they're doing. They all look kind of crazy. They're dressed up like little, what you call it? Like little like yodelers, like little German people with little. Oh, they were Swedish. I think think they were dressed up like Swedish people. Yeah. Yeah. They're all dressed up looking crazy. Um, And uh, she goes downstairs and uh, Whitney pulls out her, uh, her, what do you call it? A. Shotski. A shot shotski. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She pulls out a shotski and Mary is very disinterested in using it. Um, all she says was she's like, I don't want a shot, I want meat. Yeah, <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> but yeah, Mary is just not being a good time. I would not want to hang out with her, I don't think. I don't think either. She seems really scary. Yeah, she was annoyed um, at the girls for being outside doing their where they had like an ice luge, was mad at them for that, was mad at them for the shot ski. And then when they were sitting outside trying to make some s'mores, she was annoyed at them still because she was like, don't be crawling in my bed at night. And it's like, let them have fun. <laughs> she said, yeah. And then she she does like stand behind the door to the outside, which I feel like is a very me thing to do if it's super cold out. I'm just like, no, y'all just do your thing. I'll just stand right here. Well, why doesn't she uh, go get a jacket? I don't know. Because she didn't want to have any fun. And then we get more charcuterie porn. I think this is when we actually get the melted cheese. Mary says she is good. She said, on the shots, once well, again. And she was annoyed at the cheese, too. Did you see her in the background of the cheese? I didn't clock that. Mad. She was mad at the cheese. Not mad at the cheese. Mad at it. Winnie says, well, I guess Mary doesn't like shot skis. I guess only little girls do shot skis. And I put, that's a weird way to phrase it. I hope little girls don't do shot skis. Then Heather Start speaking fucking French. She reveals that she knows French. That's kind of chic. Was it actually French though? Because why did mm-hmm. they played some kind of crazy sound over it? Like it wasn't French. I mean, no. I know- so Lisa asked how to say like "I'm ready to eat" or something in French, and then uh, uh, Heather told her how to say it, and then Lisa repeated it, but like didn't repeat it correctly. Oh, maybe that's so they, what like, it was. Clowned her on it. Yeah. Yeah, because I know just like, okay, Heather. How was it? It's like just be is I am, but then I don't know the rest. Yeah, I couldn't, couldn't tell you. Mary tells Heather to not get in her bed out of nowhere. And she's kind of like shaming all of them into drinking, even though like 
unlike a lot of Housewives franchises, I don't feel like anyone's getting like that drunk or like being that crazy. Yeah, no, I don't think Whitney's ever done anything to warrant her being nasty to her. No, um, not at all. And uh, yeah, so she's like, oh, Whitney's talking about, I'm not engaging with Whitney because she's been drinking. She's not even gonna remember this conversation, all of that stuff. And I was like, I don't know, I think probably will. And then they start talking about Mary's congregation. And Lisa once again brings it up and does the thing I hate where she starts talking about it. And then it's like, I'm sorry, I can't. Right. I can't betray my friendship to blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, you stupid fucking bitch. <laughs> if you were my friend, I would literally like shake you until you told me. Heather makes a pretty good point that, because Heather seems like she's kind of like going to ride with Jen regardless. So she makes a point that like, how is it fair that all of these other girls are, you know, saying all of this stuff about Jen, but not questioning Mary. And then it shows that uh, Mary and Meredith actually talked. And uh, Mary said to Meredith, what church do you know that people don't have negative opinions on? Which is fair. Uh, but Yeah, fair, but like also a great way to divert what they're asking about. Yeah. Um, and then Lisa starts talking about religious trauma and it sets Meredith off. She gets pissed and she wants to answer her answers. So she's like, this is the vaguest thing you could have ever told me. Give me a specific. And then it ends with Lisa saying, he mortgaged his house and gave her 300 grand. And that's the end of the episode. And that's that. Or what, what do they say in the Sex and the City? What'd you say last time? That's, what, what's the, I don't know. When we were talking about the Sex and the City like thing. That. And there you go. And just like that. See, I don't watch Sex and the City, so I don't know. And just like that. And just like that. They're starting. I mean, what do you think about old Mary, old Miss Mary Mac? I think she's really good TV. Um, she scares the fuck out of me. Um, I think she's stealing um, their money. I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, she definitely is. She definitely is. They talk about that. There's, I mean, I think she's stealing, like, here's my thing. I think it's somewhere in between a cult and a religion because I don't think she's, like, doing any of the, like, brainwashing things or, like, or maybe some of the brainwashing things, but not like the like, you know, keeping you up all hours of the night, like, you know, withholding food, like the physical stuff. Yeah. Um, I just think that people in her congregation thinks that she is like a prophet. They'll kind of like not. do whatever she says. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so like, I kind of like compare it to like any other, like very like, uh, I don't know, what are some good examples? Like, uh, what is it? Um, Joel Austin. Like the, yeah, I was thinking of born again Christians was the the thing I was thinking of. Like just people that like get like really fixated into religion, spend a lot of money on it, but like they're still not that it's nefarious, but it's like not as nefarious as like a Jonestown or like, you know, uh, Moonies or something like that. Yeah. Type of cult. Like they don't seem like they're doing any psychological or maybe a little bit, but not not that level of brainwashing yeah i could see that these people have had the opportunity to watch their you know their church congregant you know on national television so i feel like i mean at this point it's kind of like you're sort of making your own decision if you want to stay or go but yeah i could see that as well but i think that they think the money's going towards the church and not her I guess, but, like, why would the church need $300,000? I don't know. Churches are grimy. 
I used to be tax exempt. I used to be a little private school girl and they would always ask um, me and my family for like so much money, but they would like talk it up like, oh, we're building a playground for the kids or like we're doing this for the community, like we're building a community center. And then like it would just never happen. So I wonder if that's what she's like spinning, you know? I wonder how easy it would be to like drop in on her congregation. Oh, she's going to go join the church. I just want to see. Well, if we I mean, go to most Salt, churches if we are go to pretty Salt, like, chill. We should go. I think we should. Go. Can't you just go to any church? I mean, it's church, right? I mean, most churches are like that. I mean, I could see them being a little bit more cautious with it because it's um, been associated with a cult and also like a reality show. But I don't think it's a cult. I think that's an extreme word to use because I feel like when I think of cult, I think of like like people literally abandoning their families or like doing some crazy crap. I guess, I guess we'll find out. I mean, I think Mary is probably extremely fortunate that all of this stuff is happening with Jen this season. So she doesn't really have to, I mean, I know they go into it, but like, it's not the focal point of the season or anything like that. I will say, I'll be surprised if she um, makes it to season four. Because I have a feeling that, I have a feeling that after this season, well, apparently they actually went from this season and went straight into filming the next season because Jin Shaw might get arrested for a long time. So I guess they're trying to get as much content as they wanted. Yeah. But I think once the focus is off her, then Mary would be the natural target for more like prying eyes, I guess. I could see that. Same with Whitney. I think that was one of the reasons why she was so excited to like talk about money laundering and I learned a lot about money laundering throughout the course of these episodes. Shit. So are there so, any other topics we want to hit for housewives? Or we're going to save for the next recap. Um, I say if okay. y'all want to hear more about housewives, let us know if there is a particular franchise or episode that is particularly iconic that you want us to recap. Let us know. Um, if you want to hear more about the real housewives of salt lake city we could just do a little salt lake city corner it won't be this long we covered two episodes this time it's usually just one but the whole veil trip was actually a three three episode uh endeavor so we actually didn't cover all of it but most of it yeah most of it i just think it's so cool that we are going to be incorporating a true crime like aspect to the podcast though because like in terms of like me listening to podcasts I started off listening to true crime podcasts that's how I got into it I was really into like my favorite murder first and then last podcast on the left and then I think on my favorite murder Karen Kilgariff shouted out um sexy unique podcast which was the podcast that talks about like reality tv and then I got super into like that universe and into all of that stuff so it's just fun talking about stuff that I like to listen to too yeah I know. I am very excited for the true crime episode. I, well, cause a uh, little tea, I guess we can put this in, but we were, we were going to film it tonight, but I wanted to push it off because there's just like so much information on the case we're going to be covering um, that I was like, we should just wait until like, I can get all the information and just like organize it um, just so that we're hitting all of our bases. But I think for us, we're going to try and keep it like a, a concise episode because there are, I feel like there's already so many documentaries and podcasts that like deep dive. Um, but I just want to touch on like, I don't know, like new information, theories, crazy stuff, but also give like a quick summary of the case. The things we find interesting. (laughs) Pretty much. I wanted to say that without saying it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll say it. 
Um, yeah, so super excited for that one. True crime, reality TV. All the things. Whatever else. All let us know things. if there's any other topics you want us to talk about. We do have some fun guests coming, um, but let us know like what kind of guests you want to see. Like, do you want to see makeup artists? Do you want to see entrepreneurs? Do you want to see um, people in the entertainment industry? Like, what do you want to see? Just let us know. Do we know that many people in the entertainment industry? I feel like I have friends. You, I feel like you and me both have friends of all walks of life. We do. That's true. Um, that's very true. We got a few requests um, in terms of like, recommendations for guests and different things that you guys want us to talk about um true crime was one of the things that got a lot of attention hence why we're definitely gonna give the gals what they want was another one. Oh, we got some feedback saying that we held back too much and that in real life we're a little bit more candid i promise you if we're holding back it's just because we don't want to get fired from our jobs or lose any um sponsorships that may be coming fingers yeah. crossed <laughs> yeah and plus i feel like <laughs> you and me are both still like we're still getting in the groove of podcasting yeah, we're figuring it out. This is what, episode three? Four? Uh, my, four or five? I think it's four. Yeah. This is episode four, so we're still figuring everything out. But yeah, I look forward to doing more of these. Um, I'm definitely fun. going to do a little bit more research on that true crime case because I haven't been... I've heard about it in detail on podcasts before, but I haven't been keeping up with it is there anything that you want to shout out oh I wasn't ready for that um well no, like, not really any uh, other accounts besides our own yeah so some of the um the podcasts I mentioned too while we were talking about this episode uh last podcast on the left is a great true crime podcast if you really want to know the nitty-gritty of like the details they will they talk about a lot of things, not just true crime, but um, like I mentioned, the Mormonism episode, but they will really go into detail and like break things down into five episode increments. So if you guys really want to know kind of the ins and outs of Mormonism, a lot of serial killers, anything like that, check the boys out at last, last podcast on the left. Um, I know for a while they were just available on Spotify. I think they're either about to be available on Apple again, or they are on Apple again. So check that out. Always want to give a shout out to Sexy Unique Podcast, the podcast that kind of got me into this whole recap reality TV genre. They're great. Um, But yeah, um, other than that, um, I don't think I have much to shout out. Uh, (laughs) She's looking around for things to shout out. I'm going to shout out this jacket. I love this oh, jacket. Okay. It's her, um, it's her heated jacket. Oh. The bitch gets cold. You so did tell me about watch. the heated jacket. I'm going to give you a little demo. So there's this little like battery thing. Okay. And then you just press this. Oh, and she heats up. Oh, it's great though. You can charge your phone with it. You can it with it. Yeah, multi use. Sorry, that demo sucked, but something <laughs> counts. This is how that counts. Um, I'm gonna shout out the podcast info. I feel like we have like so many different things. So um if you're listening, we are available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts at Get Messy. Um, just get messy, but podcasts. And then um if you could please leave us a review, I'd really appreciate it because we need some reviews up in here. Please like, review, subscribe, do all of that shit that everyone else tells you to do, but like actually do it for us. Yeah, please and thank you. We're we're trying over here. We're giving it our all. 
And then um, YouTube, it, we are currently posting the videos on my YouTube channel. So it's um, live, D-U-M-E-R, and you'll find all the podcasts listed on there as well. And then our Instagram is getmessy.podcast, and we post little fun clips from our podcasts. And same with TikTok. I think TikTok is, is that getmessy.podcast? I think it's just getmessypodcast. I'm going to plug my own account. So my Instagram is at L-I-V-D-U-M-E-R, and then Max, if you want to plug yours. Mine's uh, Max Landon without any of the vowels, so it's M-X-L-N-D-N. So give us a follow. Yes, follow us, and we post weekly. I think we're going to be switching our day from Wednesday to Thursday, Um, so keep an eye out for our new episodes on Thursdays. So thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you guys next week. Bye. Bye.